0: Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. Our special guest Scott Watkins. And hey. this is State of Atlanta.
1: <laughs> Welcome, Cheers. guys. Welcome, Scott. Hey. First beer <laughs> of the evening.
0: Oh, wow, you're gonna be sober for this? No, no, I'm lying. This is like. <laughs> <laughs> Something First. Like that. First beer of the evening, but you already down a box of wine. Is that weird? Well, uh,
1: evening doesn't begin until nine p.m. So, okay, right, gotcha.
0: gotcha. <laughs> got <laughs> it's it. only eight p.m. where Scott is, so uh oh, we're weird. A break there. That's weird. Yeah. So, um how's everybody's week? I got a little week one action of football in. Did you guys watch? <clears throat> oh
2: yeah.
0: Every Should year. I
1: ask who Scott is? Because I feel like our listeners may not know.
0: We'll get we'll get there to it, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Uh, Scott Watkins of Panther Talk uh, fame and uh, the new Sunbelt pages that we will uh, dive into here quite a bit. Uh, Scott spent a lot of time reviewing all the teams in the Sunbelt and thought it would be cool to have him on to uh, tell us uh, why he thinks that Georgia State's going to suck so bad this season. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, I guess uh, since uh, um, Ryan was so interested, we'll get right into that. Yeah, so Scott, tell us about what the Sunbelt pages are and uh, how you – what – the idea behind it was and everything like that the
2: sunbelt pages is just a, a preseason magazine like you see anywhere else but it's dedicated to the sunbelt which i don't think exists anywhere else um right now it's totally digital the idea behind it it was incredibly random i was at my part-time job at a grocery store and i walked by the magazines and i was like you know what why don't i just make a magazine for sunbelt football I texted my friend, Thomas Gleaton, who designed the whole thing, edited all of it, put it together. And he was, once I told him that I would write all of it, do all the writing, he jumped on board <laughs> and uh, we, we made it
0: happen. So that sounds a lot like uh, Ryan to me with this whole podcast. I was like, Hey, we should do a podcast about this, about Georgia State. And he's like, Oh, I, I guess. I'm like, well, don't worry. I'll, I'll be the host and I'll ask all the questions and do all the research. And you just go like dumb man on the street with no idea what I'm going to talk about. And he's like, Cool, can I drink? I'm like, yeah, so. <laughs>
2: That's sort of the point. All right,
0: I'm in. But Tom did put some work into it. He, he kind of uh, put the whole thing together there, right? According to the yeah. introduction and stuff.
2: He did, he uh he got all the photos. Uh, you know, he emailed a lot of people to make sure to use those photos. And then he stuck everything together. He, he edited all my work too. Working. So I, working. I, I feel like I didn't do anything. I mean, I just <laughs> put the words on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did all the rest of it. It's really his baby. I just He's can't. So humble. So humble. Well, it's kind uh, of like
0: those, those group projects at classes at Georgia State where, you know, you would have, I was always the kind of guy that would delegate out the responsibilities to everybody else. And then when it, my job was to assemble what they had put together and turn in the project, they did all the work. I just kind of assembled it once I they did all of that.
2: I think that's work, though.
0: It is work. It is work, but it's way easier than doing research and stuff. It's just, uh,
2: Eh, to each
1: their own, you know. You were good at putting things together. They were good at research. I mean, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they
2: were good
0: at it. So, uh, yeah, where can people get the Sunbelt Pages before we get into it?
2: Uh, I know the link is floating out there on our Facebook, but I wish we had a Facebook page where I could tell you to go to, but we don't. Uh, <laughs> so, really, it's being sold primarily out of our Twitter account, And my Twitter account, and Thomas's Twitter account. Um, we just put up a Sunbelt Pages Twitter account. It's SB Pages. That's it. It's in the pin tweet. Um, all right, let me not, sure It's not in the Pink Suite. I lied to all of you. It's in <laughs> my tweet.
0: All right, it, well, I will link I will link to it in the description. Uh, I'll try to right remember it. to link to it in the description.
2: I paid $3 right now.
0: Yeah, I need to talk about that. I paid the full 6 bucks, man. Come on. Hey, we talked about it.
2: We're like, hey, everybody's going to be mad that they paid $6. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we just don't care.
0: No, no, that's good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, and it's well worth it. It's like you said, 30 pages, good overview of, of the Sun Belt, um, especially in its like, past 10 years of the kind of current formation-ish a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, some good things about that. And then, uh, yeah, good break. You got to go down to a breakdown on all the teams. I didn't read all the teams stuff, but I definitely read what you had to say about us. Um, what do they have to say about us? Good stuff? Well, I'm not going to give everything away because you need to go buy the Sunbelt pages yourself, Ah, but uh, I'll I'll do as many little teasers as I can to get people interested. Um, Yeah, so actually, so one of the things that you mentioned in there, I thought was kind of interesting, you know, uh, we came into it, or I guess shortly before coming into it, New Mexico State and Idaho were uh, members with us, and there was a lot of like, when they got dropped by the conference, there was a lot of talk about how that was a bad decision to lose those teams. But you make a good point that the conference has been the best it's ever been since they got dropped. Yeah,
2: I never really understood anybody that wanted those two teams to stay in. They never brought anything to the table. New Mexico State was football only, so they didn't bring their that basketball program with them. Right? Um, they offered it. I know that. They offered the Sun Belt a, a lot of money to bring all of, all of that to the Sun Belt, but the Sunbelt didn't want to do that. The whole, the whole tight conference thing, I think was the way to go. Have everybody in the Southeast Idaho didn't even try to get back in. So I don't there's no <laughs> reason to fuss about that. They made no right. office. They were going down in. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Their, their, their little presentation for why they should be in there was like, because we are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you don't right. listen, I don't care.
1: It's kind of wild way. that we had these schools like, like Idaho is just so far away. I mean, it's about as far away as you can be from here and not be
0: like in another country, you know? I mean, and it's, is another country. It's, it's in Moscow, so it's, it is another country, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm a, So, Scott, I, we haven't met before. I don't think we've met before, but I'm a very sensitive soul, and so that's why I was not excited about booting two teams in the conference. I felt bad for those players and for the fan bases – and everything. You didn't feel bad. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't mean it, it. Kind of sucks to get kicked it's out of the conference. I know. I know. Did drop down to FCS, right? They they right. weren't able to do anything. That's where they belong. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's
3: a. I guess it sucks to be, you know, getting kicked out of a conference that's the sunbelt, right? I mean, <laughs> one of the lower FBS conferences. Hey, we need you out. Sorry. You're just not
1: making the cut. Next up, ULM. You're out, guys.
0: <laughs> yes. You're done. Hey, whoa. They may exit on their own accord, whether or not we say anything or not. But that's
1: what I'm saying. They can't even, like, have a program. No, you're done, man. You're out. Go play Duck Dynasty or whatever.
0: <laughs> Duck
1: Dynasty. <laughs>
0: Maybe the only reason why they stay in, right?
1: It probably is, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I, mean, I thought it was interesting you're talking about how like, you know, how good the conference has been. And, you know, Brian, you joke about how bad it is to get kicked out of Sunbelt. But as Scott points out and shows in some uh, things in the, the magazine, the, the pages, uh, Sunbelt's been really kicking ass compared to the other G5 conferences as far as bowl wins and everything like that. Um, it's maybe, maybe it's another example of how much better the Sunbelt is than the other G5s because they actually can kick teams out. And not worry about it.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a good point. When you're at the very bottom, what's gonna hurt you kicking somebody out? You're not. You're not getting any worse. You replaced New Mexico State, and Idaho, App State, and Georgia Southern, and that completely leveled up. Tro- or tro- leveled up the thumbbell to an, a whole new atmosphere, a whole new, a whole new level. And I think that that's kind of your proof. I mean, you don't need. There was no reason to keep New Mexico State, and Idaho, in just none whatsoever. And now you got to tighten it up. you got to lose a little to gain a little, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't really. know what
1: any of that means, but I
2: hear sports people say things like that. I, think if I, 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 heard, that, right? I didn't like at first that they stuck with just 10 teams, um, and I think part of that is we're, we're seeing today why I didn't like it is the competition is really, really tight in this league, and there's it's very hard to move up that ladder. But at the end of the day, the money that's come from that is insane. I mean, there's somebody else bringing in money that Conference USA can't see, that Matt can't see, that's per team on the same level as the American and not West because it's only 10 teams.
0: So well, I mean, say, that. You talk about how tight the competition is, but really that only exists in the East division though, right? I mean, the, the West is really just Arkansas State and Louisiana battling out, whereas East is App State and then a, a huge gap. And Us. then, well, then obviously I, obviously, I don't like talking about them, but uh, but Georgia Southern, Troy, and State have been kind of rounding out that second slash third tier. If they're if you can have three tiers inside of a five team division, uh, with Coastal <laughs> kind of coming up last, right? They're their own tier. <laughs> uh, I think
1: yeah, you can when
0: first and last are in their own tier. Yeah. 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 And so full disclosure, so uh, Scott is a Troy guy, Troy alum, so that's – that's. But you were –
3: didn't you write for Panther Talk for Georgia State last year, I think? I I
2: did. I wrote uh, all fall. I covered the first five home games in uh, (sighs) what was then GSU Stadium. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I appreciated your. I like the stuff you wrote. is it, it was good stuff. So that's why one reason why I wanted to get you on when you put this together and everything. So um, we've <laughs> we've struggled with Troy in both basketball and football. So you've got to really enjoy that, huh?
2: I've been pushing for a Troy Georgia State basketball rivalry so hard. It has to be. It has to happen. It has to exist. It's a show. Every time Georgia State comes in Troy, it is a show, and it has to be a rivalry. The Sun Belt has to push this thing. It's, it's yeah, but has to.
0: But, yeah, but like as Southern says, it's only a rivalry if both teams win occasionally.
2: Yeah, exactly. But if it's Troy that's beating, if you have the lower level team that's consistently beating the upper level team, I think you can create a rivalry out of that, especially when you have the dramatics that are happening within those games.
0: Yeah, Tim, you want to say something
3: there? No, I was gonna say. I mean, we have to beat Troy in basketball at Troy. That's one of our problems. I went to one of the games, and it was a great game. It's just everything fell apart in the final minutes, and I was like, Troy hitting some crazy beyond three-point shot to win the game.
1: Just ah. Well, that's the theatrics he was talking about, though. But I I just think you have to. You have to. Both sides have to like pull it out at some point, and uh, for it to be a true rivalry. Hey Ryan, you're
0: talking about pulling things out. We're not even in last call yet, dude. Come on, let's keep it down. It's supposed to be more friendly for kids. <laughs> oh boy. So <laughs> I, w- I wanted to ask your your uh, you're Troy uh you know fandom. Did that lead anywhere into your piss poor ranking of how Georgia State's uh, going to perform this season?
1: Oh <laughs> wait, where did you have us ranked? That was a nugget. I don't remember. remember. (laughs) Jesus.
0: Uh, I bet David knows. Let's let's just say we didn't put any East Division teams ahead of us.
2: Oh, all right. That would be be fifth, huh? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so the the division, yes. (laughs) So
3: this ladder you talked about, really difficult to climb. We're at the bottom of the ladder. There's no way to climb it.
0: We're behind like Coastal? In fact, he actually says that we're taking a step back because Coastal is going to leap over us. This oh. season,
1: is it so? Why is that? Is it because like quarterback question or or what? Like what? what uh, that? Defense. Well, wait, wait, wait. Our defense <laughs> cannot get worse, so it can't or, be our
2: defense. <laughs> Georgia State's defense. I think that that the whole rebuild on that side of the ball is going to finally come to fruition this year. That is in the the magazine, and I think that you'll see a very good defense. But the Coastal Carolina front seven is is just different. From what the rest of the league has, I think it's more talented than anybody else in this league, and I think that's a big reason why Coastal Carolina will take will move up that ladder. Really, all it takes, I think, is just beating Georgia State one on one to move up to fourth place. Really, I mean, it's very tight. It's a very tight league. You just have to right. win a few games to reach that six. And Coastal Carolina has been at five wins the last two years. I feel like you just have to get over it. And how, much would, how
1: much? How much would you bet on that? Like, if you were betting money. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's a zero for everyone listening, just
0: so everybody knows. <laughs> he, he is a journalist. He has to keep that kind of part out of the whole thing. He's got to do it uh, rationally without any emotion. You don't have money on it. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it in previous episodes the past few weeks. Georgia State, once again, is just a huge unknown going into this season because you never know what kind of team's going to show up. Is it going to be a. A zero win a two win team or is it going to be a bowl eligible team we have no idea and defense and quarterback play running back play is the big question now i will give uh scott some credit though for as bad as he ranked us in his uh, preseason ranking power rankings uh, the overview of dr state was very complimentary i mean it was it was a break you you would not believe the results in the power rankings based off what he had to say about dr state so it was as a fan base, it finds it hard to find any positive news about your program. It was refreshing to read. I liked it quite a bit. So.
2: Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad you took some positives out of there. I didn't really hammer anybody at all. I just tried to talk about who was there, who was back, who was talented. You know, I wanted yeah. to highlight players and not really question marks, you
0: know? Yeah, and you did I think you did a great job of that. It really is a good read. I, I do intend on reading all the other uh, team profiles, mostly because I'm gonna use that whenever we talk about the, that week's game. I'm just gonna use your use your information as if it's my own research, just kind of like I did in college.
1: <laughs> also, you should you should just feel free to take some liberties and take pot shots at um, that school down south all you want. It's fine. They you know. <laughs> It's cool. If you're gonna talk shit about somebody, it's they—they are the ones. So you're good for it, man. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. None of them can read that well anyway, so they're not like out there spending money on this paper.
0: Making can't afford two dollars, right? <laughs> I
1: think I think I owe you uh, some money for the paper now that I made that. Uh, <laughs> now that I made that comment.
3: <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs>
2: I feel like we we should have sold some to them. The half of my followers on Twitter are Georgia Southern fans, so I I would hope that it, they bought a couple. I feel like
0: the the Southern fan base and the App State fan base, are those that, that will buy anything about their programs at all, like like they'll use their food. Sta- Do you take food stamps for these? Because that's what maybe Georgia Southern all they have is like their WIC card or something. Are they?
1: Is it? Are they each each article, or is it only like 180 characters? Because that's all they can read at a time. You know. <laughs> they get tired, have to go
0: take a break, you know. Take a nap. I like how this is just turned into a bashing of Southern because <laughs> <laughs> I'm is, in the mood. Is, is there a good Troy does Troy have a good rivalry with Southern? Is that like a big rivalry for you guys?
2: I would say it's really a rivalry. I mean it's it's more of a if I were to compare Detroit fan base against the Georgia Southern fan base. It looks nothing like the Detroit fan base against the South oh. Alabama fan base or UAB oh. fan base. So, nothing like did, that at all. It's more like they come you know, out of FCS, though? It's, it's more of like a, a general respect, I think. A big thing that happened over the offseason was our former kicker, Ryan K joining the Georgia Southern ticket office. And so Ooh. we're all like, okay, mm. that's weird. But, you know, whatever. We don't have a problem with Georgia Southern.
0: No, he's he's just he's doing it to help you guys out. He's infiltrating. He's in there behind yeah, non- enemy lines.
2: That's what I said on Twitter. That's what he's doing. That's what he's out there to do.
0: He's Getting information from
2: Four to seven, sending say, it back to
3: I'm stuck on someone wanting to move to Statesboro. It's
0: uh, it's in the world of pandemic. He's working remotely. Ah, uh, okay, <laughs> remote work. no, sure. you
1: just go live in Savannah and like you can commute if you need True. to. True,
0: you know. Yeah, because Savannah's only 125 degrees during August. That's so. fine.
1: It's still not States, bro. It's still
0: Savannah. Uh, so uh, off the wall question for you. Uh, well, one, how long did it take you to put this whole thing together? Get everything right. Cause I saw several times you were uh, updating your word count and your page count on everything, but how long did it take you to? Do yeah. That?
2: So when we started, we started right at the beginning of the June and we were going at it. I mean, for a whole month we were trying to get after it. And then in July, it seemed like the college football world was falling apart. It seemed like every single day, this team has canceled their season. This team has canceled their season. Oh, Division Two done. You know, the Mac done. The Big Ten gone. And it's like, there's not going to be a football season. Why are we writing this? So we literally stopped for like a solid 30 days. Didn't write anything. And uh then it, when August came around, it seemed like, you know, when the SEC decided it was gonna stay, the Sun Belt has always followed the SEC's lead on everything. And it seemed like the Sun Belt was going to stay. So we got back at it and it was crunch time. Um we were originally supposed to have an interview from a player or coach from every team. and we did the entire sunbelt east in june and got to the sunbelt west in august no and word. so we weren't able to get some of those interviews done and it was really stressful at the end trying to you UL row was the last team that we did and we could not get an interview i mean i was th- we were 3 days away from publishing it and we could not get anybody and finally got adam hunstucker to help us out and uh, he gave us something And so we put it out. So we we literally worked right up until the day, the week of the very first college football game. I think it was UCA and Austin P.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. So we We, worked talked about
1: it extensively a week ago. (laughs) We talk about the P a lot.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we worked about a month, about about a month and three quarters, probably all together.
0: That's crazy. So, uh, one of the things that obviously the magazine has like any, anyone would, it has the list of the college or all the, the games, the schedule of games. How much fun was it updating that on a daily hourly basis? Did you just like say, wait, we're just, just going to wait till we release and that'll be the last thing we do because that's all we're going to know about.
2: Yeah. You can ask Thomas about that because I didn't touch that. <laughs> um, he, he did all the schedules. Um, I find myself going through just to make sure that it's completely accurate because things just changed on a daily basis. But, uh, yeah, I can imagine that sucked for him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was scrolling through the whole thing, and I got the schedule. I'm like, I bet this part was just a pain in the ass to do. (laughs) I bet it was, too. I think he saved that for the Sunday
2: before the Monday we released.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. waited the last possible minute for that. so. Mm -hmm of uh, yeah you guys got some any questions at all about the whole thing what no i keep poking and prodding
1: i'm good okay, uh, I have okay. well uh yeah no i don't got anything
0: man sorry gonna- mean, so there's a couple of things i got took out of there it was pretty good i mean so one of the pages goes or a couple pages goes through and ranks down like the best players by position across the Sun Belt. And uh, despite Scott thinking that we're going to be the worst team in college football this season, he was pretty high on a number of players, uh, multiple players making top 10 uh, in there. Uh, you know, we have no clue about how our game is going to be, but he puts Noel Ruiz as number two kicker in the conference. So um, we're going to have a good kicker. We haven't run her yet, but yeah, we got yes. a kicker, so.
3: we talked I'll about that it. one extensively.
0: Yeah, and then I think what, what who was it the the inside linebacker Trajan you know you're you pretty high on him at number two in the conference so that's that's one of the things that was kind of so strange about it is looking at the the rankings, reading the overview, looking at the player profiles and or the player ratings and uh senior eight coming up so short I think that uh I don't know I think that you uh your, your your troy fandom is clouding your judgment and you just can't bring yourself to really admit how good we're gonna yeah. be this season
2: if you'll notice. Louisiana Monroe is also pretty low in the power rankings.
0: Below us, actually, yes.
2: Uh uh-huh. If you go and take a look at the player rankings, you will find that uh, they are probably the most talented team in the Sun Belt right up there with App State, if you were to just base that solely off of the player rankings. Oh, really? And it's very weird. I mean, one of those guys they lost, academic and eligibility, carry starts, but they're still super talented. Josh Johnson is a top-two running back. Corey Strider is a top-two corner. And they just got all these players in between that are just buried in that that player rankings. But it's just the whole depth thing that they don't have and just big questions mark that Georgia State has at quarterback. Right. That really adds to it. And so it's it's hard. Yeah. I think in the Sun Belt, you gotta have depth.
1: I don't I don't believe thing. we have a question mark at quarterback. We've always made do. Quarterback's not really been a weakness except for you know, the- every other
0: year, it's a weakness. Every other year, no, right? it's
1: the one year, it's the one year where we decided a kicker was going to be our freaking
0: <laughs> no, that's what it's been the past six years. It's been, you know, was, uh, who was bad? Arbuckle, they- Arbuckle comes in and we win one game, and then uh, it wasn't, it was not due to his play. No, no, then the next season, we but we go to a bowl. Manning comes in, we win like two games, we go to a bowl the next year. Arbuckle was great. Connor was great
1: in those in those games. It's not about one player.
0: That's no, it's not. But you but you were talking about quarterback play. So I'm saying what happens is we have. And, and what team. I said was the quarterbacks were good
1: throughout. We have not really had a lot of bad quarterbacks. Like
0: we yeah, haven't. You're not. in the FBS levels, we have actually had quality quarterbacks for the past Had some good year.
1: luck. Yeah. It's
0: just that it's taken a year for each of them to be on a team that was worthy of their, uh, <laughs> the <red> talent. <laughs>
1: there's a lot to it. There's a lot to winning a game besides just a quarterback. You
0: know, we do have That's a question. Uh, we do have a question from, uh, uh John, John Weaver. Uh, and I'm going to toss this one to Scott because he probably, he researches a lot more about all the teams in the conference. And we're a bunch of drunks that talk about why Georgia state should be, uh, in the ACC. So, uh, who's the next coach to get hired away from a Sunbelt school, Scott? What do you think? That
2: is a tough question. Um, Blake Anderson's on the market pretty much every single year. He's like, there's heavy discussions surrounding him every single year. Uh, if they can reach nine or 10 wins, if they have a breakthrough season and get past Louisiana somehow, yeah. I think it's one. Um, App State might continue that little coaching carousel that Arkansas was going through a while back. And right. they might, you know, they win 12 games this year you know sean clark might be gone i think those are the top two options uh we were we were talking about it a little bit app state has like a bit of a
1: coaching tree going on though right. you know like with with the coaches that are built up there and they're going elsewhere and like building up their programs everywhere they go it seems kind of yeah. You know, it's it's like dynasty style you know spreading out it's cool
0: yeah i feel like if if history's a uh Follow suit. That make, does that make sense? It's going to be App State and Arkansas State. There's the one, There, there's schools that seem to be having quality coaches come in and last a year. And, I mean, and gone.
1: Sean Elliott already
0: has a win over Alabama under his belt. So I'm saying, like, maybe, I mean, when we show up to Tuscaloosa this Saturday and they and uh, Bama doesn't show, then he has a win under his belt. Until then, they could decide to play the game. <laughs> I guess that's
2: true. <laughs> hey, you mentioned Billy Napier. I mean, if he gets. He gets 10 12 wins, it's going to be hard to say no to him, too. Right, right. Him up. I mean, he's, an Alabama, he's an Alabama guy, and you save a disciple, too. So, that's a huge out of bones. That's right, Oolala, right?
0: Lafayette. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I had a direction I wanted to take that, and then I drank more beer and I forgot which direction I wanted to go. And I
1: was over here talking shit about people <laughs> and things,
0: yeah. Well, that, as you're known to do.
1: <laughs> Scott, do you think uh, you guys are going to do like a
3: mid-season Sunbelt Pages update or is this just a preseason digital
2: mag? Uh, we are kicking around a lot of ideas. I I think that I want to grow this brand into something, and see what I can create out of it. Um, so we'll, we'll look at some things. I actually thought about doing some kind of a newsletter maybe each week, you know, just keep people updated. Like that, sort of like doing a mid-season update, but, you know, something small every week. Well,
0: I'd like to have you on uh, before the Troy game as well to kind of preview that game with us. We'll see how the teams are looking at. That's uh late October. Uh, have you come on and uh, we can see how the two programs are looking up and I can uh, give you a hard time for how much better Georgia State's doing than you gave them credit for.
2: <laughs> no, they, they should be at least two and two at that point.
0: <laughs> and that it's just, actually sounds positive. <laughs> they,
3: hey, David, they did give us placement on the uh, background image. We're like just to the left of the center, right? Just on like, the Sunbelt Pages logo.
0: Oh yeah, we get the. Uh, I um, mean, that's
3: pretty nice. We got some new, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. When he made that, I knew he was gonna put the toy. I knew he was going to have a Troy person there. I knew he was going to have App State in Louisiana. I think he did the Georgia State one for me just because he knew I had ties to it as well.
0: So yes. I really
2: – I had no input into it. He was just an incredibly thoughtful person when he put
0: together <laughs> that kind of logo. We'll have to thank Tom Forrest, But, yeah, that's have? how pathetic our fan base is. We get excited when a picture of our guys ends up on a, a cover of a magazine. We're like, oh, you guys got, got to buy this now. It's got Georgia State on it. Support the brand. <laughs> yeah same thing that uh those other crappy schools do but yeah so i, I was actually thinking along the same lines as uh, tim with the uh a, a mid-season or a end-of-season review type thing you know what if this thing gets big are you going to take it beyond pages and I mean like the sunbelt volumes the sunbelt chronicles like just take it up like even bigger like the sunbelt encyclopedia
2: yep maybe potentially <laughs> i hope that we can do this again though uh, because next year would be just infinite, infinitely easier, with teams not canceling their seasons, right? And you know, us having a lot of time to actually do interviews and talk to people and get something big out there, and hopefully something physical. That's a that's definitely on my wish list. I want to put an actual magazine in people's hands.
0: That'd be great. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so. Uh- based off of what you thought about the team, the Sunbelt teams going into week one, there were one of the things I want to, the next subject I wanted to have us talk about was uh, how this, the three Sunbelt teams that played did, were you surprised by performances? Cause I sure was. Yeah, I definitely say so. Yeah. I mean, so it was only, uh, there was only one win out there, but even in their losses, Texas state and Arkansas state looks incredibly impressive against, uh, uh, USM and, um, and Memphis, right? Back right. Tell me that I'm right. Validate me.
2: I think that Arkansas State, they look they looked pretty solid in the first half. I think they made one bad decision in the second half that caused a snowball effect. When you're playing a team like Memphis with the speed that Memphis has across the board, you cannot make that one mistake. It, it will create that, that snowfall that ended that game. Um, but the other two teams, I thought Texas State was phenomenal. I was shocked at how well they played defensively. Right, and, uh, they, they came out really fun. Brady McBride was a lot of fun. I, I wasn't able to watch the South Alabama game, but Desmond Trotter was fantastic. Jalen Colbert was great. They picked up right where they left off. The, the two of them torched Arkansas State in the end of last season.
0: Well, yeah, USA got Southern misses coach fired. Or, yeah, I mean, nine. they did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> one, The most weird football season of all time, and after one loss, the guy resigned. You lost the wrong team. I don't know. <laughs> At home, yeah. So you talk about the mistake uh, that, um, was that was it was Arkansas State. Yeah, Arkansas State was the one that did the uh, the kneel down, the fake kneel down.
2: They did the fake, fake half. Move. They. I'm surprised they didn't try anything after it. That was really weird to me that they would get near midfield and then not just chunk it to the end zone. But then in the second half, they came out, they scored, and they kicked an onside kick, and didn't get. It. I don't think you kick an onside kick in that situation. Right. You, know, you had several stops up to that point. Just do it again. You know, don't put your defense in a short field against a team like Memphis, who is very good at capitalizing on those situations. And it, as you saw, as we all saw, it just creates a situation where it puts Arkansas State three steps behind instead of just the one step it was yeah. behind.
0: Yeah, that, that game was I think it ended up being what uh, 10 or 13 point uh, difference, but it felt like it was a much closer game throughout the entire thing watching it. So I, I did watch uh, almost all. Of the, I watched almost all the games that uh, the Sunbelt games this past this week. It's it's tough watching games when you don't have a dog in the show kind of thing, you know, for me, at least.
2: I'm getting better at it personally.
0: Well, you're, you're, a, you're more of a student of the game. You actually like all this stuff where I'm like, I just want to see my guy carry the ball across the uh, end zone or launch it 80 yards into the end zone. Right. I think on,
1: on Saturday you texted us being like, you know, I'm watching out on my patio or something. And I went to find whatever game I wanted to watch, and it said it was on, like, CBS Sports. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have any way of doing that. And so I just quit, and I haven't watched <laughs> the single game of football
0: still. That's too much trouble. I can't look for that channel.
1: <laughs> no, no I've spent a lot of time looking for CBS Sports, and this year I was like, "F that! I'm not doing it again." CBS Sports can eat it. I'm done. So, and that was the only game I wanted to watch. I think it was like Middle Tennessee and somebody.
2: Yeah, that wasn't worth watching.
1: No, that was the only one that looked interesting to me. You know.
0: Yeah, I watched that game, and Middle Tennessee did they not look. Smash! Yeah, they looked rough. Mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, so that was pretty. Pretty rough. Um,
1: well, then I'm even I'm even happier. I didn't spend time looking at it.
0: <laughs> so uh, we, Scott, you're welcome to stick around for the rest of the the thing. We're gonna go through our uh, what our predictions were last week and talk about our predictions for next week. And I don't even know if I have anything after that. Uh, but you're welcome to stick around with us and everything, or take off. It's your call. But I don't, I don't want you I don't want you to get bored because we've moved on from the Sunbelt Pages talk.
2: Oh, no, you're okay. I kind of want
0: to force my opinion into next week. Uh, I to, that's exactly the answer I wanted to hear on this. So, so guys, one thing we did not discuss last week that I can recall because I was drinking. Uh, when we did our picks, were we doing uh, covering the spread or just straight-up wins? I think we just doing
1: straight-up.
0: Yeah, straight-up wins. Straight-up wins. All right, cool. In that case, uh, Tim and I are 2-1 and one, and Ryan is 1-2. Uh, but uh, had we gone point spread, Ryan would be in the lead. Two and one. <laughs>
1: Dang, I think he, I think that's what we did. I think it was point spread.
0: Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we both, we, all three of us, screwed the pooch on the uh, USA Southern Miss game. Uh, but then was it Arkansas State's? Was it that, that that thirteen points was the actual spread of the game? So. Oof.
1: Yeah. And so they didn't cover, right? It's they it's did.
0: They, oh shit! So that's what I'm saying. It was a Texas state game because Texas state was within a touchdown of that game. So, uh, it was 11 and a half point spread. SMU was at 11 and a half point favorite. So Ryan, you picked, uh, Texas state in that game, but they just didn't get the point spread. I get that right. Man, I'm drunk already. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, wrote this when I was sober too. I wore this while I was at work today. Not doing. If, to if
1: I just it. did everything that you guys did, I would have had no hope of winning. So,
0: you know, sometimes you just got to go wild card. All right. So I don't even know what happened on that. Yeah. Um, The only thing that Texas game is that Texas State was still doing the old Sunbelt logo on the field, so I guess they're like, we don't accept, we don't accept the new (laughs) logo. Like, we want to, we want to keep that star. star Apparently, you have
3: a full extra year due to COVID to change out your logos.
2: Yeah,
0: I guess so. Yeah. The the (laughs) SMU. The SMU's uh, uniforms I kind of dug because they had the Dallas script across the front. And I don't like the script, but I like how they were repping Dallas on it. And then they had their logo over a D on their helmets like represent that. Georgia State needs to do more associate themselves with Atlanta. I know it's Georgia State, but being in Atlanta, you got to rep that, right? That would look pretty dope if you had the Atlanta on the uniform somewhere, I think. I think we should do the American Conference A and then put the Jersey state Panther head like right on top of that.
2: <laughs> I don't think the Sun Belt will uh, allow that.
0: <laughs> we'll do it for now. What,
1: what are they going to do? Tell us we can't play? I mean, like... We got, like they already kicked <laughs> out in
0: the state in Idaho. They could kick us out, too.
1: <laughs> okay. Bye. We're we. You see the A, right? <laughs> we, bye.
0: Uh. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I guess so. Uh, So after watching the Sunbelt teams, all three Sunbelt teams play this past week, you feeling any better or worse about Georgia State going up against these three teams? Uh, Tim, I'll, I'll toss that one to you. I mean, I feel
3: worse, but I know it's only week one, which I've been told by the Panther Talk faithful. Don't pay attention to Texas State looking good and don't pay attention to South Alabama looking good. Don't worry about it. It's just week one. Got plenty of time.
0: Yeah, well, Texas State looked bad last year and they beat us. They look good this year, so is it just gonna? I reverse mean,
1: that? Say if we weren't playing, we would look better. You know, I, I don't know how all that sentence worked out, negatives and positives, but I what I was trying to say is that we may have looked better had we played.
0: Well, what if we played? So we would have played Murray State, and we did our typical FCS thing, where we go down by three touchdowns and come really? back to win it by three in the fourth quarter. Would we? Would how would we looking compared to other Sun Belt teams? Scott. Ah,
2: uh, um, I don't know, man. I mean, first of all, what you referenced there, I think that's hilarious. That Georgia State absolutely sucks against the FCS every single year. And But it made for a phenomenal game last year. That was my very first Georgia State game last year. I had been to a couple before last year, but last year was my first game to cover, and that Georgia State-Furman game was so much fun, and there were so many Furman fans there. So I, I can definitely appreciate Georgia State totally sucking against lesser competition.
0: Yeah. And we play horrible at home. Like, look, last year we actually went five and one at home, and that's oh, yeah. fantastic. Your be best record at home ever, that's like by, yeah, that's weird. Like, double digits, but
2: um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's your fault, Scott. Is that what I you're did. saying? I mean, I, when I started covering Troy, they went from being four and eight to ten and three that year. And so, like everyone that that could last be. year, I stopped covering Troy. They go to five and seven. I start covering Georgia State. They go seven and six.
0: It's not- All right. Well, we need to get you. I'll, I'll talk to Ben. We'll get yeah. on the uh, the PT payroll and or on the PT payroll for the first time and uh, see if we can get uh, Georgia State to start doing a lot better again.
1: I love that you think there's a payroll. <laughs> I
0: said make it up. Yeah, on the payroll, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I see your name on there staff next to Ryan Graham. Oh, Ooh.
1: not more because I don't even. I don't even post on the message board anymore. I need to. I need to get back on. I'm, I was waiting for the football season to start, and it's still not started. So.
0: Well, not for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's still not officially. So, uh, but I do thank Scott for uh, picking up where I left off, you know, and, and doing all that good writing.
2: Yeah, no problem. It was a lot of fun.
0: Well, no. uh, wait, 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 wait. You said Scott picked up where you left off with all that good writing? Or he, <laughs> to introduce, good writing. he introduced good writing to Panther Talk? <laughs> what? I, I was saying you did bad writing. It was a joke about your quality of content. Yeah, you're
1: breaking up a little for me, so.
0: I think, I think- you're shit talking though, and um,
1: you know, fine. <laughs> everyone can go back. It's all published, so.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to talk about last week's games at all? It doesn't have to be Sunbelt games. games. Could be any of the games. It wasn't Georgia State games because Murray State backed out. <clears throat> The only thing I got I NCAA,
1: whatever that last edition was, and Georgia State just clobbered the shit out of uh, Bama. Uh, I didn't do that, but I should have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only thing I had is I, I was watching that BYU Navy game last night, and I uh, think that um, that maybe Navy should have opted out of the season. Like, it's not their time. That was that was no. a game to watch. I did not finish that one, but happy they scored. it. Field goal. Yay.
2: They did. I watched the whole thing. Oof. I don't know
0: why. You get the benefit of that central time zone thing. I uh,
2: yeah, uh God's country over here, man. It's <laughs> better.
0: I'm from Memphis originally, so I grew up at Central. I like Eastern, but uh, I grew up with Central, so I get you. I get you. All right, then. Week two. Week two, we got five Sunbelt teams playing. Not Georgia State, because Alabama forfeited uh, three P5 matchups with Lafayette, Arky States and coastal getting your rematch with Kansas who they beat last year. Um, You guys watching any of these games? Scott's going to get it. Scott's watching all of them. Uh, Ryan, you watching any of these games?
1: Is that this week? That's That's this coming week.
0: This is this Saturday.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It depends on what I'm doing on Saturday.
0: Well, it's, College football season. Are you I,
1: well, it's not yet because Georgia State hasn't started playing.
0: <laughs> so, what happens on Georgia State's bye week? Is it not college football season anymore either?
1: I mean, Georgia's not playing either, are they?
0: I don't know about Georgia.
1: I, I haven't, I haven't they're really. Heard. They're not <laughs> playing. Georgia.
0: So that, uh, yeah. the SEC doesn't start to fo- the following week. Yeah, yeah so, uh, I
1: mean, those are like my two teams, right? So I'm yeah, like, Georgia
0: State took that whole uh, Sun Belt conference thing, saying that we're going to do what the SEC does. A little too seriously, like oh no, if the sec is not playing until the 19th, we're not playing to the 19th because <laughs> we, we are an sec team.
3: Oh, uh, that's right. <laughs> I'll probably peek in on the uh, Louisiana Iowa State game at noon, so that's going to be an easy one. Um, maybe the Arkansas State Kansas State that'd be a good one to watch. That's mid afternoon, that's a good one.
0: Oh, you got times, listed. look at you, you're an all. Prepared.
3: you talked about
0: these games i'm like shit i don't know who's playing <laughs> i had to go look it up so i looked at um, it. I look at these games i try like what's the game that i really want to watch and really i mean lafayette which i, I never want to watch lafayette play anything but they're playing iowa ranked iowa state so that's they're expected to be a power in the west so i guess that's mostly i guess that's the best sunbelt game this week
3: yeah, I would say either, yeah. I mean, it's against a ranked team outside of that, Arkansas State, Kansas State. And then at night, you got Tulane, South Alabama, and Coastal Carolina and Kansas to see if they can repeat their upset another year. So you get got games all throughout the day, and a lot of them are on ESPN, you know, Fox Sports 1. All
0: Sun Belt teams are nationally televised this week, all all of them. All. Yeah, the
3: exposure they're all getting.
0: That's great. Yeah. Thank you, Big Ten. Thank you, Pac-12. We appreciate it. But it doesn't get us any more money at all. But yeah. uh, what, Scott, which games do you think are the ones to keep an eye on this week? I think obviously
2: Louisiana, of course, just because it's their first game. Um, I remember watching their game against Mississippi State last year. I think that's what they opened with. And they looked good for a while, and um, I want to see just how much better Louisiana might be or maybe even worse. I don't know. Um, I really want to watch that Tulane-South Alabama game at the end because I don't know what to think about South Alabama right now, and I feel like this will help. Tulane is definitely a big step up in competition from Southern Miss, uh, but it's in Mobile. I feel like Tulane-South Alabama, I feel like is a game that should happen more often. It's a quick trip down Interstate 10 between the two schools. Um, Who's got the real Mardi Gras? Mobile has the oldest. New Orleans has the best. So exactly. Like something could be created out. Yeah. Nothing in New Orleans is the best.
3: Magic words.
0: <laughs> right,
3: David, go ahead.
0: No, I, I I like the I like what you're saying about the Tulane USA matchup because USA looked so strong last week, but um, Tulane's favored by nine in that one, so this could be a chance for for USA to really make a statement, or it could be a chance for them to you know pick a pounding like they're used to doing. Like that was their first road win in I don't know like four hundred and seventy three years when they beat Southern Miss. Uh, I still so-
3: can not believe that since twenty seventeen, right? I can't like literally look this stuff up. I'm like, there's no way they haven't had a road win since then. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's an interesting matchup. I I don't know if I can get myself through an entire game looking at people that are in New Orleans. that's, that's I mean, granted the game's in mobile, so that's better, but those people still live in New Orleans, so that's pretty garbage. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. <laughs> uh, a lot of
1: them are from there, but they are still from Louisiana.
0: And I, I don't like back from Louisiana. Yeah, I know.
1: We I wouldn't know. mind if uh, Iowa State beats up on um,
3: Louisiana.
0: So, yeah, it's another point about the, the Lafayette game is, yeah, we, we play them next week. So if they get a little banged up, then, you know, obviously not rooting for any injuries, except they're in Louisiana, so I am. Uh but <laughs> not rooting for injuries, but obviously that makes it, it takes a uh, change in our game. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Lafayette performs. Like I'm going to hate it. If this game comes down, like where Lafayette just like scoring 50 points, it loses by four, but still scores 50 points. And I'm like, crap, we're going to get slaughtered next week.
3: <laughs> Fuqua's got it covered guys. Again, don't worry about it. We're we're solid on defense.
0: Yeah, Tim is a uh, team Fuqua. Uh, he uh, yeah,
1: I am. too. Yeah. Earlier, he was saying our defense is going to take a giant step forward. I, I just don't um I don't get it. Uh, but yeah. I hope you're right. Well, our defense has been so bad that we could like turn around and fall down and take a giant step forward. I, I guess I did I did earlier say that our defense could not possibly get worse. <laughs> so we can give
0: a touchdown on, on every yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's basically What we had, so Yeah, you know, hopefully Our quarterback's not so good That they just, they score too fast Because then our defense is just going to keep Losing, so well, that's what
0: I'm, I'm interested in seeing when we play in two weeks Is what quarterback play Looks like, that's going to be a, I mean, the defense, we expect to be bad So if it's bad, it's bad, if it's good, it's great uh, But I want to see what that quarterback Play is going to be like, I think that I personally have been thinking negatively towards Quad, but I'm starting to feel like Quad's probably going to have a breakout kind of year. It's tough starting with Lafayette, but I kind of –
1: And we all saw him last year, uh, and it, it, it left a little to be desired. So I was sort of surprised to hear that he would be our starter. Because um, I I really thought people were lining up behind him, and it it makes me a little sad that nobody kind of broke away from that. Because well, you know, McKelly, I, I watched what happened.
0: Well, McKelly opted out, so it was really between Muhammad and. Uh, it
1: was never about McKelly though, right? He was always going to take a red shirt.
0: Yeah. Most likely. Well, with the rules this season, he probably could have played a little he was, bit. Most likely
1: to take. A, I mean, unless he was like a monster, he was gonna. He's always gonna. Well,
0: from what I've heard, is uh, I guess Quads is more of a uh, a classroom quarterback. Like he's be able to read yeah. the defenses a little bit better than uh, Muhammad. I'll take it. So that's a good thing, right? You can get a cerebral quarterback in the in the Sun Belt. You'll you'll do all right. Yeah. So. <laughs> I agree. Uh. You know what? So we're going to do predictions, but I, how about we just talk offline on our predictions, maybe do that during the last call and we can post that out. I don't want to spend a lot of time going through the different games and cool. we can keep track of it. Sure. But uh, right now, because of Ryan wanting to go straight up games, Tim and I are two and one and Ryan is one and two. Uh, Scott,
1: are you gonna, you're going to do last call with us, right?
2: Sure.
1: Cool. Right. We, uh, usually, last... we just leave here. We jump on zoom.
0: We we're not you. done yet, there, Ryan. So what well, you were talking about last call. You wrong. Wrong. There's actually one there's one last thing I want to talk about that kind of I think it came out today, maybe it came out yesterday. Uh, and obviously it's totally ridiculous to talk about bowl predictions right now and this season and everything, but we mentioned it last week. So I want to mention this this week. College Football News put out a bowl projection and all I saw was Georgia State versus Missouri in the Las Vegas Bowl and I, I was i was already i was already booking flights i'm like yeah i in. i know this this game is not gonna happen but i that is las vegas and sec team georgia state yes i'm in, i'm all in for this one and then i did a little bit more uh, uh looking at the article and this was in their list of games that will never happen category <laughs> they, they went on to have their games that are you know possible to happen most likely they don't even think this bowl game will happen period let alone that georgia state would be in it so
1: what do you yeah i was about to say what do you think the likelihood of of bowl season even happening is like because I, I don't think there's a ton of money in bowls
0: i think you'll, you'll obviously you'll see some form of the college football playoff and you'll get some of your marquee bowls um but like, yeah i don't
3: goals basically yeah, yeah new year six and the college
0: football playoff. I don't know about anything beyond that. Yeah. It'll be weird. But then, because there's talk about the Big Ten and Pac-12 coming coming back late, like starting in October or something, which would put a lot more teams. I I have no idea what the bowl situation is going to be like. I think that most G5s should probably just plan on... Most G5s that routinely see bowl games should probably plan on not having one this year, even if they do a good season. Yeah, your audio cut off there. Me for Ryan there. I don't know what you said. Oh, you're muted. That's why. Yeah. I'm muted. I'm
1: yelling at my kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all I really had. Uh, yeah, Scott, you want you want to chime in on what do you think? Of, you you pay attention more to this stuff than we do. What do you think about the bull situation? this it's season. Good.
2: ESPN owns most of them, so it'll be really it'll it'll be their call when it gets to that time. And I have no idea what they're gonna do. I mean, everything's gonna look a lot different in November than it does right now a lot different right it's it's going to be very hard to make a prediction that's a
1: bold prediction scott
0: I hope that we have teams that just (laughs) miss games like i don't want anybody to be uh, unless they're a louisiana player i don't want anybody to be significantly harmed through injury or disease or anything but if we can get teams that just like don't play two or three games as they reassess everything and the season continues going on that chaos i've been saying it for the past several weeks i'm rooting for the chaos i want this to be the weirdest season but to finish i want it all the games to happen like they, they can so yeah hmm. all right i think that's it we can go, go to the last call all right all right let's do it right, so uh thanks and ryan as always thank you scott for being here um we're going to go do Last Call. If there's anybody in the chat right now that wants to join us on Last Call, uh, send us a message, leave a comment, post, whatever message one of us. will uh, send you a link. Uh, next week, we will be talking to the guys from Rage and Review, the Lafayette podcast, and about that game coming up. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening and watching. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye, y'all. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.